Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidus, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. On the top of page, Kuf Gimel, 103, about four or five lines, four lines from the top. So we've been speaking about the, there's two types of hiluch, of traveling in spiritual terms, and, and which are from above to below, meaning um, trying down godliness from above to below to this world, or uplifting the creations and refining them slowly and slowly and maturely and uplifting themselves and going up to their creator. And what we said, we're speaking about Malchus. And Malchus is called the, the garment of the king. Hashem Malach used Lavish. And they were talking about Malchus of Atzilus, how it is above the uh, above the angels of the world of Bria, which are referred to in the as the Dal Chaisim cover the four angels of the spiritual animals of the chariot. So there is, and there's a verse which says that the that the um, these the Shnei Maser Bakar Vayom Eved Leim Amayla the two uh, twelve um, cattle and the sea of of King Solomon built in the second base of Mikdash was standing above them. And this is a reference to the sea, a reference to Malchus of Atzilus and Eved Amayla standing above them refers to how uh, how this Malchus is is in a state of ascent. And then there's another verse where it says. Um, which means that he is referring to, she is referring to Malchus, is going amongst the angels of the chariot. So the difference between them is basically, is one of them is speaking about an ascent of Malchus. That's the one about the, the sea is standing above them from above. And the other Pasuk, the Himis Halechis, it is going amongst these these angels is is um is uh, from above to below, and the other one is from below to above. So the two types of traveling. So when it says that's the that is referring to the Malch is in a state of exaltedness and uplifting, and he stalks removing removing from below and going back to above to be absorbed in in the infinite energy of Hashem. And when this Malch is in the state of this yearning to go back to its source. And so too, all the angels are also in a similar have a similar feeling. And like we said, even though usually it says in, the, in other memoir that Malchus, the state of, when Malchus is in a state of ascent and removing from creation, that's what brings about actually the Mitzias Yesh, the feeling of independent existence of the creations, which is the opposite of the idea of bringing about the yearning of the creations to go back to their creator. So he said that must, that must be that's the, when you're drawing down the feeling of the Ramimus, meaning when there, when there's a when there's a drawing down of that 
feeling of the exaltedness of Malchus, that's when you're relating to the creations and you're bringing about within them a feeling that they are totally removed from Malchus, from the kink, then they become an, a separate existence, just like a physical king down here, which is the whole idea of kingship, is the king being exalted above the nation, and that itself is what creates the connection with the nation, the fact that he becomes exalted over them. If it wasn't for that, then the whole idea of a kingship would be, would, wouldn't would exist. The fact that he becomes exalted over them, and he, that's how he becomes a king over them. And that is how they exist. That is the, the whole sustaining of their existence as a nation is only because he is exalting himself as a king over them. So we see that the whole idea of, there's two ideas of kingship. There's the kingship, how it, and Malchus, how it relates to creations, and meaning the feeling of exaltedness of Malchus, how it relates to creation. That is what brings about the feeling of the separate identities of each existence, of each creation, of the nation. And then there's just the, how Malchus is totally above and ascending to its source. And that brings about a feeling of also a yearning by the creations. Four lines down. And the inner conducting of the king through his nation, meaning until now we've been speaking about how the king rules over his nation in a way where it's not. He's totally above the nation. In the way of Isnasus, Istalkus, removing a removal from the nation. And that that itself brings about that, he sh- that they should be a nation and he should be a king upon them. And they should nullify their existences to him. The way that the king runs the nation in a more inner way, relating to them, that is through the king being close to the nation. How the king looks deeply into the, and he checks over the matters of the of the people. He's always looking over and seeing what they need and how he can help them and what he can do, what new laws he can make or how he can help his nation. As explained in another place, of Alkium, it's useful, but the existence, the sustaining of their very existence as a nation, is only through the feeling of the king being totally uplifted and exalted over the nation. And actually this itself not only does it bring about, not only this this feeling of exaltedness bring about the existence of the nation, but also it brings about a self-nullification, self-effacement of the nation. Like it says in the Pirkei and as I said in the previous episode, that if it wasn't for the fear of the of the king of the kingdom, each person would be swallow swallow each other up, meaning there wouldn't be any order in the in conduct in the nation. Um, Everyone would be swallowing each other up in the sense of there, there would be no, uh, there would be violence and everyone would steal from each other. There has to be a feeling of exaltedness of the king, which brings about the, the very existence of the nation and also the nullification of the nation in the sense that they'll follow the king's edicts and rules. They're not going to follow him if he just becomes one of them. And also, this bittle is actually. Not is a bittle for the sake of this sustaining of their existence. If it, if it wasn't for this bittle, their existence as a nation would not be sustained. Like I just said, there would be no order and conduct within the nation. And so too, in the spiritual sense, the creation, the bringing into existence of the creations is from the fact that Hashem becomes exalted and uplifted above the creations. Meaning when He removes His infinite energy, from the creations, and that's the whole idea of Malchus, he's becoming exalted over them, just like this king is removing himself from the nation so that he should 
um, so that there should be a an awe of him upon the nation. The, the nation should feel awe of him because if he was just close to them, and he would they would feel too close. They would feel too much of a relationship, and therefore they wouldn't be fearful of him, and they wouldn't follow his rules. So too, the fact that Hashem becomes removed from the creations that is that itself is what brings about our existence and our feeling of our own identity. And so too, just like in the analogy that exaltedness brings about the bitl of the nation, the nullification of the nation, so too, the fact that Hashem becomes exalted above, above creations and brings about their existence also brings about a bitl. Like it says, the fear of Hashem is what brings life. Meaning the fact that Hashem is exalted above us and so above us brings about a fear and awe of Him, a reverence to Him, and that itself is what gives us life, is what allows us to, meaning spiritual life and physical life. If we follow, if we follow Hashem's Torah mitzvahs, the commandments, then we do have physical, spiritual life. Just like if we follow, the, the nation follows the king's rules, there is the sustaining of the existence of the, of the people. There's conduct. And this bitl, however, is not in a feeling. The feeling of this bitl, this self-nullification, the surrender to the king, is not in a way of yearning, like I'm yearning to like um, be subsumed in godliness and losing my whole existence in Hashem. This is a bitl, a, a more of a dry bitl in the sense of I'm just accepting myself, upon myself, the yoke of Hashem's kingship to follow his ways. And this is more of a, a mode of shuv of returning to, meaning not an abitel which is being which is brought about by yearning and becoming uplifted until I lose my existence within the Creator. It's like the flame or the spark losing its existence within the within the flame. Rather, it's in a sense of more just a a servant who feels its own identity, but it decides to act only according to what the master tells him to do. So, to this abitel which is brought about. By the by Malchus, by the Remus, the exalted exaltedness of Malchus, is a bitl in the sense of Kabbalah cell, just accepting myself upon myself the yoke of Hashem's kingship, surrendering to the the laws of the king or to Hashem. And this is all brought about by the Amshachas Remus, drawing down of that feeling of Hashem's exaltedness of Malchus. And that which it says. In the verse, that this that the malchus, which we said, is referring to the the this tub of water. The malchus is standing above them. The angels of the world of Bria, Milmaila, from above, who That is when the malchus is in a, in a state of ascent. That is when malchus is in a state of ascent and removal, removal from its regular source and of atzilus and going back up to become totally absorbed in the infinite energy of Hashem. When it's in the state of rotsi, of running, of yearning back to its creator, and this is also bringing about, affecting a similar feeling of a yearning by the four encampments of the shechina, the four chair, um, groups of angels of the world of bria. When they feel that malchus is in that same state of ascent, they also want to, and they also feel that, and they also have a similar experience, as opposed to when. Malchus is drawing down, there's a drawing down of Shacha of the Ramus of Malchus, which brings about the feeling of the separate identity of the creations, which we explain the difference between that. And so, who Mikamatayim. So there is actually um, several reasons to this why the when Malchus is in a state of ascent and Istalkus, also the angels feel that and they also in a similar state. Ha'alif, Mitzad Hedra 
This one of the reasons is because of the lack of the energy, the lack of the godly light. That when this godly energy of Malchus is in a state of ascent and removal, that is that brings about a lack of the revelation of that energy, because now it's it's from being removed, it's ascending back to back to godliness. And that from that removal and the lack of revelation. That brings about the feeling of a yearning by the angels below below this Malchus, because usually the angels feel that ener- that that revelation of the energy of Malchus. Malchus is what's channeling that flow of the energy to the angels. But when this energy is removed and it goes back to its source, it goes back to become subsumed in the infinite energy of Hashem. So now there's a lack of revelation, and the angels want they're missing that revelation. So they they have experience of yearning, and they want to go back. So that's one of the reasons why this. Ascent of Malchus brings about a yearning by the angels. Obeys the second reason leads to Kulalus Bchinas Malchus Hareu Harei Bchinas Mokher Anivroim, being that the whole general idea of Malchus is that is it is the source of creations, meaning this, even the source of these angels. In general, Malchus is the source of all of creation. Malchus Chol Malchus Chol Your Malchus is the source of all worlds. That's the deeper sense, the deeper explanation of the verse. Lazois, therefore, I dearatzi to mekayram v'sharsham through. The feeling of the yearning and the ascent of their source of all the creation, the root and the source of all the creation, which is Malchus Nasa Ratzi Ben Ibrahim Gamkin, that brings about that affects also a feeling of yearning and an ascent by the whole creation, which usually receives from Malchus, and therefore the angels also are in a state of ascent and a yearning. Hagimel, another reason, Li being that this Ratzi, this yearning to go back to the infinite energy of Hashem. Go back to the, your creator. It comes about after the islabshus, after the enclosement, after the enclosement of the divine energy into the lower realms, into the lower creations, through this descent of the energy, that's what brings about the yearning and the ascent. So the yearning is, our, is always after the islabshus, after the energy. Has become enclosed and, and concealed by the creations in which in which they in which the energy enclosed. That that descent itself of the energy and becoming removed further away from its source and godliness is what brings about a feeling of Ratsi and Aliyah, the fact that I, I want to go back to the true source, the true energy. But this is just a energy which is enclosed, meaning a limited, contracted energy which is enclosed in the in the creations. That's already when Malchus is descending to become, so to say, in its own level of Malchus of Atzilus. That's how the divine energy has already become contracted and descended into that level. It's not the pure expression of pure, essential divine energy. So that itself is what brings about the Ratzi, the feeling of the yearning of Malchus to go back to its true source and the true energy and the essence of Hashem. So that's three reasons why the ascent of Malchus is what brings about the ascent of creation. That which we're explaining here, the ascent of Malchus, it's not only in the, we're not only speaking about the higher levels of Malchus, um, the higher levels of Malchus, which are always in a state of exaltedness, of, uh, of um, uplifted. Even we're even speaking about the lower levels of Malchus, which are enclosed within the creations, like we're just speaking about now. The third reason, which is being that the 
the, that the third reason why the yearning is brought about is because of the descent of divine energy and to the extent that it becomes enclosed and concealed by the creations in which it, in which it becomes enclosed, that itself brings about the desire to go back out of that enclosed, confined state. So we're talking about here, when we're talking about the ascent of Malchus, we're not only speaking about the higher levels of Malchus, which is always in a state of Ramus, exaltedness, rather, even in the lower levels of Malchus, which are enclosed within the creation, that through the descent of that energy, of Malchus and its enclosement into the creations, that is what brings about the yearning and the desire to go back to the Creator. Of like what it says in the verse, which expresses this idea of this ascent of Malchus. The Kavit over here is referring to Malchus, and the Zayar says that this the lower the lower light of Malchus is always in a state of singing, of yearning to go back to its Creator, and it never is silenced. That is the continual desire of Malchus to go out of that state of uh, that state of uh, descent and enclosement within the creations. And that is why there is brought about the similar yearning also in the creations in the four encampments of the Shechina, meaning in the four types of angels in the world of Bria. That when Malchus is in a state of ascent, all the other creations, meaning the angels of the world of Bria, also are in a state of ascent. Meaning, and the whole reason why they're in that state of ascent is because we're talking about even the lower level of Malchus, which relates to creation, which includes within creation, and therefore they also, all the creations are feeling that level of Malchus, and therefore when Malchus goes down to that lower level, it itself realizes that it's become very far from its essential state, and it's become very contracted and diminished to the extent, to the extent which it can, it can become enclosed within creations. Well, that's, that can only happen if it's a limited level. So, and when then Malchus feels that, it feels how it's far, it's become from its source, it goes back up. So also the creations, which they were feeling that Malchus, because that Malchus was enclosed within them, also experience a similar Ratzi desire and a yearning to go back to their creator. So that was the verse, uh, referring to Malchus, how it is above the, the four, above the angels of the world of Bria, in a state of in a state of ascent from below to above, which brings about also a feeling of ascent, a stalkus, uh by the creations. But now, what's the other verse? The verse which says that she, Malchus, is going amongst the amongst the angels, who is referring to a different mode of a drawing down of godliness from above to below. Like we just said, the idea of the key of the closeness that Malchus relates to the creations, or the king relating to his nation, and looking over their idea, their their matters, and making sure everything is running properly. So, this verse is expressing that idea of the closeness of Malchus. And when this Malchus is now traveling amongst the creations, like the verse says, it's a drawing down of godliness from above to below. It's a lot higher level of godliness than the regular level, which is drawn down to just become the vitality of the creations to allow for their existence. And we, with the, concerning this, we can, the, the verse also says, Mishalechis, it is going. That in other places, this is explained that this, this word in the verse, Mishalechis, traveling, implies Ratzi Veshuv, a yearning, an ascent, and a descent. But whatever it is, it's all referring to a state of revelation, how Malchus is a drawing down of Malchus from above to below. Like the light and the vitality of the soul, the is a goof which enlivens the body. Like 
the life force of the body is always in a state of constant state of rotsi and shuv, of uh, ascent and a descent. Uh, just like that's why the person has pulse of the blood is also it's always pulsating, to going into the limbs and then going back to the heart, into the limbs, extending into the limbs and then going back and returning to the heart, because the energy of the soul is also in a state of a returning and a expanding and a returning. But it's also always referring to the um, revelation of the vitality of the soul. It just has to go through this process of returning and extend, expanding. So to the idea when it says in the verse that she, Malchus, is going, traveling, it's referring to the revelation of the the energy and the vitality of Malchus. But every revelation of Malchus or every revelation of divine energy always comes about through a Ratsi and a Shuv, a yearning a, to go back to its source and a extending back down. Because any divine energy which extends out of its source then automatically starts feeling that it's far from its source. And the only way that it can vitalize and give life to creation is only if it's connected to that source. So automatically, when it feels too far from its source, it goes back. It wants to go back to its source and become absorbed back into that source and to refresh its energy. And then, once it feels refreshed, it can go do its job again and go down to creation and enliven creation. So this is all speaking about the third reason why the creations experience a rotsu, a yearning, when Malchus is also having this yearning, because it's referring to the lower levels of Malchus, which enclose within creations in an internal way, and therefore they feel that. When Malchus feels it's far away, then it never silent. It always wants to go back to its source, to its infinite source. And so to the creations feel that because we're talking about the level of Malchus, which relates to creations. So in the other verse, that Malchus is going amongst the uh, um, angels, is referring to the other idea of Malchus, the drawing down of Malchus from above to below, which is higher than the regular energy that's, which the creations experience. This is a drawing down Amshach of Malchus, which is above the Amshach of the regular Chayas that the, the creations experience and receive usually for their just their very existence. And when it says, Meshaleches, what does this Meshaleches refer to? That refers to that drawing down of the energy. But it explains in other places, it actually refers to the Ratzi Veshuv. Not only the Shuv, which here it's seemingly we're speaking about Shuv, that the energy is going down, returning down to two creations, but actually... Every revelation of energy, like I just explained, comes about with both um, states of rotsi, of an ascent, a yearning to go back up, and a shuv, a desire to go down. That all, that brings about the revelation. And just like the life of the energy of the soul also has this uh, continuous pulse of the energy. So, Yibbis with the Malchus is going amongst the, amongst the angels... That word, Mishaleches, refers to both Ratzai and Shuv, but still, in a general sense, this is referring to Amshachal, Mamayi drawing down of Malchus from above to below within creation. So these two aforementioned levels of Malchus, how Malchus is in a state of of uh, ascent, like it says in the verse, and the other verse which says she is going that Malchus is going amongst the angels referring to the the Hamshacha, the drawing down of godliness from from above to below these two levels of Malchus and how they translate into our service of Hashem is the idea of Torah and learning Torah and Tefillah and, and prayer the Torah is the idea of a drawing down of godliness from above to below 
How do we know that? Like it's by the giving of the Tater Xiv, it says, Hashem al Har Sinai Hashem descended onto the onto Mount Sinai. So we see that the idea of giving of the Torah and of learning Torah in general is the descent of Hashem, of godliness, from above to below. Through a person learning Torah, he draws down the presence of Hashem to this world. So that not only was the giving of the Torah in that mode where Hashem was descending from above to below, also the person that is involved in learning Torah, he draws down the indwelling presence of Hashem, of godliness, onto his soul. Like it says in the Mishnah in Perkei and it says that two people who are involved in learning Torah, the Hashem's divine presence rests upon them. And then it continues. How do we know that even one person who learns Torah that the Shechina is with him? So we see that when a person learns Torah, he draws down Hashem's presence, godliness, from above to below, to rest upon him to be revealed in his soul. With Tefillah, and Tefillah is the opposite. The opposite mode. is the ascent from below to above, meaning the creation, the person ascending, uplifting himself, and refining himself to be, until he becomes absorbed and connected to Hashem. The idea of prayer, in the serious sense, is his is the refinement of a person's corporeality, the refinement of his grub, his grubkeit uplifting his physicality and making it, refining it more and more till it becomes a vessel to receive Hashem's presence. That through refining a person's physicality, that is how we bring about the ascent of the soul from below to above. Like it says in the verse, it's implied in this verse, that who will be able to ascend upon the mountain of Hashem? Meaning who will be able to connect to Hashem and ascend from below to above only somebody who has clean of hands, which is this is idea of his refining the physicality of the person. This is the whole idea of the ladder of ascent during prayer. First, we start off with the the, the verses of praise, the Zimra, and then we go to the blessings of the Shema, then to the Shema, and then to the Shemayna Esrei, which this is all a way of ascent. Each level, a person contemplates on different ideas which are expressed. And spoken about in these sections of prayer and through the contemplation of these ideas this is how a person is actually refining his physicality and training his animal soul to be interested in the greatness of Hashem and not in physicality so this is the whole idea of the ascent of prayer these four stages in prayer is what, how you accomplish the refinement of your corporeality and eventually the ascent of the soul because when the corporeality of the person, the physicality of the person becomes more refined, so then that gives room for the soul to be able to ascend and connect to the divine. And this is what it says in the, the dream of Yaakov. It says that there was a ladder that was standing on the ground, and its head, the head of the ladder was reaching the heavens. And then it says, and the angels of Hashem were ascending and descending on that ladder. And the Zayar says that this refers to the ladder of prayer. That through prayer, a person, so to say, ascends this ladder through refining his physicality and is able to, his soul is able to ascend and connect to godliness. So, but actually, in a deeper sense, this this verse expresses both modes of ascent and descent. When it says that the angels were descending this ladder, that refers to, in a broader sense, the descending 
uh, refers to the descent and the drawing down of godliness through learning Torah. And when it says the angels were going up the ladder, that refers to the ascent that's brought about through prayer, which another idea of prayer is that you're connecting the ray, the glimmer of the soul, which is enclosed within the body, like with the source and the root of the soul, how it is above. As it's explained in other places in the Chassidus, that there's two levels of the soul. There's one level which is more expressed within the body and felt within the body, which is the lower levels of the soul, the nefesh, ruach, and the shama. Each level of these, each different level of these of these aspects of the soul relate to um, intellect, emotions, and action, and thought, speech, and action. So that is the ha'odas That's just the ray, the glimmer, the the expansion of the soul, how it extends and enclosed within the physical body. And then there is the essence of the soul, which is the source of the soul. That refers to the chayichida, the higher levels of the soul, and they're so essential that they do, are not expressed and felt within the physical body. And the point of prayer is to connect even the the conscious level of the soul within your body, within your intellect and emotions and your thoughts, speech, and action, connect that level of the soul with its source, meaning with the essence of the soul, that a person should live and his conscious reality, his conscious reality should be guided by the, his essential, his essence of his soul, which means that he lives his life according to his deep connection with Hashem. And that is the point of prayer, to bring about that ascent. And actually through that, the, through the fact that a person affects the ascent of his soul, connecting the, the, the glimmer, the ray of the soul with the source of the soul, that is how you can bring about the descent and the drawing down of godliness through learning Torah afterwards. As it's known that, like the sages say, from the Beis HaKnesis, the Beis HaMedrash, you're supposed to go directly from the house of prayer to the house of Torah study, because in order to bring about the descent and the drawing down of Torah, it has to be first through the ascent of prayer, like it's known in Kabbalah, that the through the Arousal from below brings about an arousal and a drawing down from above. So through the arousal from above, below of prayer, that's how you're able to bring about the drawing down, the revelation of godliness through Torah. So now we return to the idea of the mitzvah of tzitzis, which we have been speaking about. That the whole idea of the tzitzis is it's compared to the the tzchelis of the tzitzis is compared to the sky, which is the sea, which is compared to the sky, which is compared to the throne of Hashem's glory, and the sapphire stone. So we said before that the whole idea of the tzitzis is. So we said before on page Kuf base, one hundred and two, the connection of the whole idea of the the sapphire stone, which is compared to the throne of glory. Um, which is it refers to Elam Abriya, which is called the throne, the world of the throne, and that is where the four angels, which carry the divine chariot, carry the throne. So the connection to that to the mitzvah tzitzis, it says in Ma'iri Oir, in the, one of the books of Kabbalah, it says that the four tzitzis hint to the four angels of the of the divine chariot, which carry the throne, and the talis, which is the the actual sh- prayer shawl, not the strands which come which come out from the four corners of the talus. That is called the garment of the king, which is the which is referring to Malchus of Atzilus. And that is what we said, is applies the verse, that Malchus of Atzilus is going amongst the angels of the world of Bria. And the angels of the world of Bria, they refer to the they are hinted to by the four tzitzis, the four strands which come out of the the corners of the garment of the talus. 
So that is the whole idea that the these angels are they're himatzalechis. The malchus of Atzilus is going amongst the angels. Uh, those are like the strands coming out from the the strands coming out from the talis. So then we went and explained the difference between these two verses of uh, which express this idea of malchus of Atzilus and the connection to the four angels of the world of Bria. It's either himatzalechis being achayis is referring to the drawing down of godliness from above to below, or which is referring to how Malchus is in a state of ascent above. And we spoke about what those two ideas are, those two verses are in our service of Hashem, Teirah and Tefillah. Teirah is the drawing down of Godliness from above to below. And Tefillah, prayer, is the idea of ascent of the creation of the person from below to above by refining his corporeality through the um, process of prayer. So this is also the idea of the mitzvah of tzitzis, that we just said, is that, which is expressed in the verse, that she, meaning Malchus, is going amongst the chayis, amongst the angels of the world of Bria, the tzitzis, who, because tzitzis, the word tzitzis is the idea of revelation. Like it says in the sages say, that the word tzitzis actually comes from the same expression, of the same word of yoytze, to go out, which that's the idea of revelation, something which is going out, going forth, revealing itself. So tzitzis is from the word yoytze, from the word of revelation. And that is the idea of the mitzvah of tzitzis, is that these four strands, which referring to the four angels of the world of Bria, they are, so to say, the channels through which the talis, which is referring to Malchus of Atilis, is becoming to a revealed state. So the revelation of the garment of the king of Malchus of, of, of the world, Malchus of Atilis, being revealed through the tzitzis, which is the four angels, the four channels of the world of Bria. As it's known that angels are just channels for the expression, for the revelation of godliness. That's why they're called malochim, which means shluchim, messengers. They're divine messengers, messengers for the divine to bring about revelation of certain levels of godliness. As explained in Tanya in chapter 41, that when a person gar- garbs himself, dons the tzitzis, puts on his talis, he should have the intent to draw upon himself Hashem's kingship, which that is the whole idea of the mitzvah tzitzis we're saying here is the revelation of Hashem's kingship. So when you're putting on the tzitzis, you should have the intent to draw upon yourself Hashem's kingship. To the Yachad Aleinu, to unify it with us, Al Yedei Mitzvah through this mitzvah of donning the tzitzis. With this, we can also understand what Rashi explains. In the Gemara of Saita, page 17, at the end of the first page, the end of the first folio, Al Mayim Ranal, on the saying of the sages that we just brought before the Yam that explaining the mitzvah of Tchelis, why we have the blue strands on the tzitzis, because the blue reminds us of the sea, and the sea is, is comparable, is similar to the is similar to the heavens and the heavens to the sapphire stone, the sapphire stone to the throne of glory, so Rashi explains over there, and we're on the next page, the top of the Kuvdalad now, 104 that who, this is coming to teach us that and whoever f- fulfills the mitzvah of tzitzis ki'ilu hikbel p'nei as if he uh, received the face of the Hashem's divine presence, as if he received the divine presence. Ha'inu kanal, this is what we just said before, the dal tzitzis hein neged dal chayesim the four tzitzis are 
parallel. They refer to the four angels of the divine chariot of the world of Bria, that through them, they are the channels. They are the channels through which there becomes the revelation of Malchus, which is going amongst, which goes, meaning which is, comes revealed from, by way of, the angels of the world of Bria. And therefore, when you put on the tzitzis, it's as if you're, it's as if you're receiving the face of Hashem's divine presence. Which means, in a spiritual sense, the revelation of the level of Malchus, the revelation of Hashem's kingship. And that is why Rashi explains that on this, on this um, saying of the sages, that the tchelis is compared to the sea, is compared to the sky, which coming to teach us that whoever, meaning whoever fulfills the mitzvah tzitzis, which connects all the way back to the throne of Hashem's glory, is as if you accept, you received Hashem's, the face of Hashem's presence, meaning as if there is a, become a revelation of, Hashem, of Hashem's uh, kingship upon you. Uh, however, now Rashi writes in Chulin, which we already brought before, which also which also mentions this saying of the sages, um, the, the saying that the Tchelis is compared to the sea, which is compared to the heavens, etc. And Rashi explains that what is this connection between the Tchelis of the Tzitzis to the throne of Hashem's glory, all the way up to the throne of Hashem's glory? It means that when Hashem looks upon His throne, of his glory, Zoicher Mitzvah Tzitzis, he remembers the Mitzvah of Tzitzis, Shehi Shkulak Neged Kola Mitzvah, which is equal to all the other Mitzvahs. So when Hashem looks at his throne of glory, that reminds him that the Jewish people will fulfill the Mitzvah Tzitzis, which is equal to all Mitzvahs, and it brings, about, brings up a good memory for us and a good merit for the Jewish people. So now this is a different idea here expressed in this commentary of Rashi, which we will explain in the next episode. We'll stopping on the five lines on the top of page Kufdal. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the new podcast, Chassidus. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidusonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Torah Lukute Torah almost every week. And there you'll also find an archive for all our other, our older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tevim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode, a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this, uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And... You can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of, every, of that episode. Thank you very much.